you should trust your planner. If you are coming to your planner and giving them a number that is not truthful, whether that is higher or lower, you are doing both of us a disservice. Yes. You should not have hired someone you didn't trust. Like, I could run, y'all. We about to have church up in here. You are cordially indicted. Welcome to the courthouse, a place where we walk the line between couples planning their biggest day ever and the professionals who make it happen. Meet your counsel and co-host, Rachel Willis, a wedding planner. And Kelsey Williams, a wedding designer. The world is evolving and weddings are no exception. Navigating this industry can be as challenging as it is rewarding. And there's a lot of information out there. We're here to set the record straight and give our best counsel as you plan for the big day, no matter which side you're on. We're going to give it to you straight. This is a safe place for honest conversations surrounding potentially controversial topics in the wedding world. Be prepared for some strong opinions and harsh truths, but above all, a desire to bring clarity to an otherwise enigmatic industry. Feel free to reach your own verdict. And remember, we don't mean to judge. Allegedly. Hello, everyone. Hi. 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 Guys, today's going to be a great episode. The lights just went off. And that's a reflection of our night. <laughs> We're an hour and a half in to tech challenges. And we've had, I think we've all had about two glasses. Are we at two glasses? Well, I'm on my second glass. Okay. I'm at two. The wall is also half. <laughs> we'll have to. Oh, y'all. Oh, my Goodness. God. So we have lovely Corinne Sullivan with us and it's just been an adventure getting getting started here today (laughs) our first guest episode very excited to have Corinne with us um today's episode we're going to talk about industry changes over the last few years but before we get into that we want to do our general salutations and also introduce you to our fabulous guest yes so Corinne welcome she is a dear friend in my office mate. She is an AACWP certified wedding planner and a seven-year veteran in the Dallas wedding industry. Corinne's highly structured approach provides a level of class and sophistication, but always with a personable approach that leaves the door open for honest conversations to plan the wedding you've always dreamed of. She is a two-time winner of the Not Best in Weddings, and you can find her work in several noteworthy publications. Please welcome Corinne. what do you want to say that's what we've been doing this is very much a candid there's no apart from that there's no script perfect yeah do I talk more about myself if you'd like to sure tell the people who you are and why you love what you do yes please do okay yeah so I mean that is the perfectly worded you know, branded, tailored blurb. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, in all reality, I mean, it's been a long time for me to get here. I started out in advertising whole previous life. I won't give away my age, but um, do have a previous life in advertising, went to school for it, started out unpaid internship, climbed the ladder, did the things, um, found myself in a very successful spot and hated it just was not fulfilled did not make my heart pitter patter you know the tears every day after work kind of thing I just was not fulfilled or inspired 
Um, and thankfully I had a lovely, lovely husband who was supportive and we were in a position where, Hey, you know, we don't have kiddos, don't have the house yet. We're in this early stage of life. Let's figure it out. I'm going to start over. And so I did. And I literally went to the bottom of the totem pole, clocking in and clocking out after being a salaried account executive at an ad agency with, you know, managing people and whatnot. And it was reality check to say the least, but I was happy. I enjoyed it for the most part. I knew catering wasn't my deal. I knew that it was a stepping stone into full-time planning, but it taught me the ropes and I value that time. And that led me into a full-time planning career with um, some wonderful ladies that morphed into another company where we merged with Weddings by Stardust. And those ladies taught me all the things. And when I got an opportunity to do corporate planning with um, D Magazine, I couldn't pass it up. Uh, that was six months before COVID. So that obviously was super lucrative, long lasting, um, <laughs> but definitely a godsend because while I have nothing but wonderful things to say about D Magazine um, and all the people there, I missed weddings, missed it, missed it, missed it, and had already started thinking about making it my side hustle. And so when the whole world basically got laid off. My part-time hustle became full-time hustle overnight. And three years later, it's working out all right. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's, but you're killing it. You <laughs> shouldn't, you shouldn't be mad. Thanks. <laughs> yes. I'm it. I'm, I truly get to say, I love what I do. Um, never thought I'd be a career oriented person, but, and I still would say that because this isn't, it's actually talking with someone about that. Like, this doesn't feel like a job. Yeah. This isn't like, kind this is not like a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Like, oh, it so is. Yeah. Like this is just what I do and mm-hmm. I enjoy it and I will do it when I get home and I'll, I read all the articles and I follow the blogs and the people and the, you know, I, I keep up with it even when I'm not at work, so to speak. But when you're a business owner, aren't you always, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it doesn't, Someone asked me, like, would you say you're career oriented? And I would still say no, but it's literally what all I do. Uh-huh. Right. We live, eat, and breathe weddings. Right. It's like people are like, what is your job? I'm in weddings. And what are your hobbies? I'm, I'm in weddings. weddings. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Did you not hear me the first time? I'm planning, I'm planning the master's party I'm going to throw at my house. I'm planning, you know, like, yes. there's always something I'm putting together, some sort of get together, soiree, birthday party, shower, like, if there's a theme, if there's a reason to get together and just be with people, like, let's We're do it. Biological hosters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are. Yes. Of note, um, Corinne's company is Social Graces Dallas. It's kind of important. <laughs> Corinne, if you, I'm sure if you look up Corinne Sullivan, you'll find it, but her company oh, is. Could be better at SEO. Is... Now, at least when you search Social Graces Dallas, though, you do. Yeah, pop I, up. <laughs> I was so proud of you. Oh my gosh, Ethio. Well, we are super excited to have you. But first things first, we <laughs> we are rejiggering the microphone situation again. So apologies if the audio is not as premium as it was usually the best is. in the biz have had issues. Sound oh my gosh. quality issues. A podcast I really admire. I actually listened to a blurb earlier and they had some audio situations. I don't love them any less. I'm going to keep on listening. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to whatever, like, I just want the content. Yeah. Yes. And this is good content. 
even if we're a little fuzzy. But yes, so bear with us on that. But yeah, yeah. I think that's well, what's going on in your life, Rachel? Oh God, what is going on? In my life? <laughs> I'm dealing with allergies right now for like the first time ever. So I sound a little funky. And spring it's in Texas. Spring in Texas. Well, we went down to the valley and we went through just about every climate that Texas has to offer. So I have to assume that that 48 hour period had something to do with it. And that's why I sound funky and I can't get my head wrapped around certain things. I, I'm sure I will recover soon, but that's kind of all consuming right now because all I can think about is I sound like I'm in a fishbowl. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Goodness. It's kind of hot. I like it. <laughs> that episode of Friends where yeah. Phoebe's like, oh no, and she starts trying to get sick so yeah. that her voice gets back to being bad. Oh know. my gosh. I don't know this. <laughs> Sorry. That's my toxic trait. I've not seen the entirety the entire discography or whatever you call it of friends well you don't watch tv or show or movies movies yeah it's really just a a stain on our relationship attention span like i just can't are you learning this for the first time movies or tv both kind of both so like a lot of times tv shows are like long haul situations where they are like expecting you to watch it from premiere to series finale and i just my anxiety is just set up in a way that I just can't. What about, <laughs> what about like the new, like the binge watching of Netflix that hasn't changed it? Interesting. It has not changed it. There are certain shows that have gotten my attention. I binged Orange is the New Black. Okay. I binged Riverdale up to a certain point. Season one, I was like, oh, what's happening? And I think we all know that Riverdale like fell way off yeah, the wagon. You can't see my face right now, but I'm disappointed in your choices. Sorry. <laughs> I heard about it and like season one was not the worst thing on earth. So people were pretty excited about it then. But it was like as soon like season two, episode one, I was like, uh-oh, we've got problems. Like, and no. I cannot I was out. Actually, I think I finished it, but just because I was like, are they going to fix it? Like, is it going to get better? No. And it didn't fix it. So mm-hmm. season three, I've not seen. So isn't um, a show? There's no there. there you go. CW, we're done. There you go. I've heard that too. So yeah, certain things. Yeah, I'm not a, in movies are an absolute no. Like I, I would rather watch a TV show than a movie. Kills me. Because I'm a huge movie fan. It truly, it truly is like there is genuine anxiety associated with movies for me. There's a whole piece of our relationship pie that's missing. This from sounds pie. like a, yeah, this sounds like something we're going to have to dig into mm-hmm. over another white. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's Good uh... I've got plenty in the, in the cabinet here. Yeah. Around. Got a whole box. By the way, if you have, if you're sleeping on Kirkland Cabernet. That's Don't. the one. Wake up. Oh, wake Vint- up. Vintage 2020. Oh, that's not a good year, though. <laughs> Listen. Hey, no, that wine has been through some stress. You know what yeah. I mean? You're right. If it's if survived it, 2020 to get here. That's a good wine. Right. You, we all know Kirkland disguises name brands as Kirkland. Like, their diapers are Huggies. Kirkland's cab is Josh Sellers. Well, there you go. Fun fact. Okay. Good to know. Wonderful. We love a quality wine. So we are indulging in some libations. It is after five. It is after five. We typically after seven. If it wasn't. I don't defend myself. No. I don't explain myself. My I'm an adult. requires it's true. that I occasionally need to be able to unwind. We literally spend our weekends corralling drunk people. Mm-hmm. That is so true. So professional adult babysitters. Yes, we literally birth cats for a living. Yes. So 
Sometimes cats with fire if you have a sparkler exit. <laughs> Drive cats with fire. Yes. And it's fine. Yes. It's a good time. So you know what? If our night comes on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. Hey. We've earned it. We've earned yeah. it. We also like have gotten accustomed to all the different networking events happen on the oddest days at the oddest times. Like we get down it's on really a Tuesday. It's not our fault. Yeah. We have to. We, like we can't, we don't get yes. our weekends. So we have to do our things during the week. This is like a perfect time to say your event professionals don't work on Mondays. <laughs> Let's just like, dive right, right in. in. Okay. <laughs> like, my God, we were at your wedding on Saturday. Let me sleep. Let me recharge. Let me go grocery shopping, go to the dentist, whatever. Because the rest of the time, the rest of the week, it's everybody else. And then on Saturdays, we give up that quality time and that time to do the trip to Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. So that happens on Monday. Monday yep. is recoup day. That's our housekeeping day. Keep that in mind. Like of our actual house, not our business house. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Like I do need to vacuum. <laughs> I have two dogs. Um, but yeah, and I think too, like with that being said, when your big day rolls around, if you're a bride or groom listening or whoever, you'll want us to be fully present for your big day on that Saturday or Thursday or Sunday or whatever it is you'll want that and so I think everybody deserves that but then we got to recharge mm -hmm. absolutely I can't so. pour out of an empty cup yes pour out of an empty cup you're so right speaking of empty cups do you need a refill my wine glass <laughs> it's fine I didn't spill your wine while I do that Rachel will uh go over our weekly disclaimer yeah. we are Still doing the disclaimer, just, you know, to make sure no one cancels us. This will probably be a spicier and more candid conversation than normal because of the wine. And me. And Corinne. It's great. I'm, I'm honestly so excited. Anyway, as follows our disclaimer, Rachel and Kelsey, and today Corinne, will have differing opinions from time to time, as will you. The intent of the pod is not to offend, but to inform and educate as to how decisions affect not just the professionals involved, but you, your partner, your family, and everyone affiliated with the success of your wedding. We know this is emotional. Weddings are emotional. As always, we welcome you to make your own judgment, and these are just our opinions to garner an open discussion. And with that, we will go ahead and call to order our first witness to the stand. That's you. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So like we said, we're talking about changes in the industry, speaking primarily to everybody, really. No, we're speaking to everybody. We're speaking to vendors and clients because there are certain things that vendors need to be assisting their fellow professionals on, but there's things that clients and couples to be need to understand from a shift in the industry perspective yeah what's going on behind the scenes and like what we can only be looped in so much mm -hmm. especially in this industry with the number of people that are out there we can only keep up with so much it is so crazy how extensive and intimate the dallas wedding industry is, any wedding industry and market i'm sure but like there. I can't count how many photographers I know. And yet I know that this is not a huge industry of people. Like we don't make up a very large piece of the pie for jobs in Dallas. So right. it's crazy. I think also too, something that's unique in like being from New Orleans and knowing that there's a difference is that Dallas considers itself part of a metroplex, which like I've not mm. experienced. And so there's so many different, everything that touches Dallas considers itself Dallas. 
and there's people from Grand Prairie and you know like that yeah you know like there's people from around us I don't know I totally (laughs) get it I totally I I went to the University of Oklahoma which a large population of Dallas you know high school kids go to it's a bit popular school for kids to go to out of state I mean I know when I went through recruitment I would say 60 percent of the girls going through were from Dallas quote unquote right but you know once I got in there and we came down for OU Texas and stayed at their parents house like no you're an Allen (laughs) (laughs) this is not the same got a 45 minute commute to the state right Dallas is large if you're not in Dallas like and you're on the outskirts it's not really outskirts you're in a different Timbuktu right yeah for sure but nobody knows what Allen Texas is and it's close enough you know in the grand scheme of things to be considered Dallas having been here 10 years now I would I understand Mm -hmm. I get it but before I moved to Allen it's not the same I'm going to Oklahoma forget I'm going home (laughs) (laughs) I digress if you're in Allen, at that point, you're closer to Oklahoma than you are to Dallas. No offense to our girl, Emily Chapel Photography. We know you're in Allen, but. <laughs> and we love you. We love you. I mean, most of us travel anyways. True, true. Digress. So changes, changes in the industry, especially for you legacy clients. And that means that, you know, if you are a couple and you have a sibling that got married, we're saying six months or more in the past things are just going to be completely different. Um, And obviously the further into the past, your siblings got married, the more changes there are going to have been since then. There's changes in pricing, obviously trends, but I think pricing is usually the biggest shock. And even us who we do this every single day, and then it never fails. A vendor will kind of surprise us if we haven't gotten updated pricing, and then we can kind of look a little bit foolish So we kind of wanted to draw some attention to things that you can just keep an eye out for, maybe be a little bit more understanding of. And yeah, so. Yes, legacy clients, we love them, first of all. Thank you so much for like trusting as a family, as a family unit, working with a vendor and working with a professional, specifically a planner or designer for the duration of your family's milestone moments. That is like unmatched love and the highest honor the highest honor honestly truly so we we do so love that something that is just very important to keep in mind as a legacy client is that what happened for whomever it is that came before you is more than likely not going to be the case for when your special moment comes up that's that's just the honest truth I said it what was it yesterday or sometime in the recent in the recent moments uh if eggs are going up, everything is going up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. I said the same thing. Okay. So we're I on the same the page. Same thing at a wedding recently this weekend. I was like, yeah, oh. if eggs are expensive. My God. Right. Eggs have, is, is our same toward the eggs. Right. The happy chickens are. No. Eggs. Sad chickens are expensive. Then right. we're in trouble. Right. So I think, I mean, I think what kind of started this conversation is we were doing a wine night and we're not luscious no we remember happy hour at the mansion and we were mm-hmm. having truffle fry tuesday that you all so graciously invited me to and you were always invited whenever you thank want you. thank you and that day i had ha- kind of had a little bit of just 
annoyance in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal, but I had had a photographer's information on file and I always keep a price sheet, a brochure or something. I keep it on file and that's kind of what I use unless you sent me otherwise. Mm -hmm. Now, if it says 2021 on it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm going to put a caveat of, hey, this is probably gone up, you know, like this, this is probably not right, but it gives you an idea of where they're going to kind of be starting. And if I send that out and I get an email back, like, Hey, you know, I spoke with this photographer and they told me that their pricing for that package is actually two grand more than that. I'm like, Oh my God, like since when, you know, and if, especially if, if, if it's someone that I have worked with multiple times that year like Mm -hmm. how are are we supposed to know if you're not updating us Mm -hmm. I can't give my clients accurate information and now I look like a fool because I've steered my client gotten them excited about your work and now you may be out of their budget because at this point Kelsey you were saying this earlier we've already gone over their budget and what it can get them and the types of vendors it's going to, you know, provide for them. And now that's completely changed. And it could be, you know, it could have been six months. Right. right? And so it's just some sort of, even if it's as simple as I've worked with these five planners in the last year, multiple times, I'm going to, Hey guys, just a BCC. Yeah. <laughs> Updated right. information. I don't need, at you. I don't need a newsletter. Right. And now, if you've taken the time to make it a brochure, it makes it, it gives it permanence. So you're assuming that at least for the year indicated on the brochure, that is your pricing I can expect for the foreseeable future until I either hear otherwise or receive another brochure. Totally. But you've you've put this in print. It's it's magazine style and it's telling me here's your pricing. And when it changes. it it can be very jarring for planner and client. Absolutely. And I think though, to the topic of this conversation, we're all in this awful spot right now with this economy where inflation is real. Inflation is a bitch. And we all are struggling with it because eggs, right? (laughs) And eggs are a metaphor. (laughs) It's a lot. And it's kind of like, we all have to raise our prices and everyone's doing it to survive and keep their people and do the things that I totally understand. And maybe it's that we all just need to assume any pricing that you have prior to early 2023 is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like going forward, like this ain't right. This is likely off base a little. Yeah. Right. Like, Add a few bucks. I think planners are kind of doing that. It kind of behooves you as a planner and as a person work with a couple from the budgeting and budget crafting phase of the planning process, cushioning. I think cushioning has been a thing since 2020. I started doing that. And Same. Even, you know, and it started out with a rental vendor that started their own company and was a little bit more but I liked working with that person. And so I just started making sure that our budgets allowed to work with him, even if they didn't choose to work with him, that doesn't mean I didn't give the option, Mm -hmm. but that it would allow that. And I started doing that with everything else. And when I tell you that I was talking with a florist the other day and I said, I'm sending a bride your way. 
and she was like, well, I really don't have availability that month. It's my only weekend off. Like, you know, this may sound crass, but it's gotta be good for me to, to give up my one weekend. Mm -hmm. Like it's gotta be Mm -hmm. worth my time, which I totally understand. I mean, to your point earlier, we don't have lives. Yeah, (laughs) We don't have weekends. Is this going to be something that's going to allow, forget the money. Like of it. Is it something that's gonna allow me to be creative? Is it something that's going to be good for my portfolio? Is she pleasant? All the things go yes. into that, right? Big on the pleasant. Right. But <laughs> yeah, but budget's also big. And I think, you know, is it worth her time? Mm-hmm. And and to give up this opportunity cost, right? Advertising term. <laughs> yes, ma'am. The opportunity cost of it all. Like, I think I I had to tell her, like, I mean, I mean maybe like I need to go back and check and I went back and checked her budget and your girl was double the florist's budget on this line item Mm. and I was like thank god Mm -hmm. it was one that I had done being just a little bit wiser with where we were the market and like everybody's finances were headed and what people were doing and it was a huge relief so I think yeah no I think we all have to do and but unfortunately carrying that over to yourself (laughs) is a little more difficult, but you know, yeah. And I think there's a lot of pressure on planners too, to be the source of infinite knowledge where accurate, accurate, immediately accurate. No, you can't, you have to know right away and you have to not have made a mistake. And it's so hard because yes, we know way more than anybody coming off the street, obviously. Like we've invested in the fact and we're in it every day. We know a very close idea of what these numbers all are, but it is still very jarring and embarrassing when you are thinking of a vendor and you've sold the client on them essentially. And then they come back and it's like, oh, just kidding. It's like, man, I don't look like I knew what I was doing, even though I do is just that things keep changing and they keep changing so quickly. It's hard for even those of us who are in this every day to keep up. So let me ask this in a situation where real life situation, Mm -hmm. a vendor I love, a photographer I love recommended her to my client had what was less than six months ago had been accurate pricing. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's gone up about $1,500, the package that they needed. And they spoke with her, you know, they loved her. They wanted to book her, but they were like, Hey, you know, like she actually, they're full service. So the photographer actually got in touch with me. He's like, Hey, like my, my pricing's gone up. They mentioned a different price or for the package and, or a different budget for the packet or, you know, that they were working with. And I said, well, here's the information I have that you last sent me. And she was like, Oh no, this is the correct one. Literally the same artwork, literally all the same different numbers. So what would you all's expectation be that the photographer's answer be there? Do you feel as though they should maybe have some sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like how should they either honor or not honor mm-hmm. the, like, is the there most any current information that they shared with you? Wiggle room there for like, do you expect any sort of budging on their part of like, hey, you know what? You're right. My B. It totally depends on the proximity of when the information was sent. Mm -hmm. I also feel as though at year end, all of us, us being vendors, it's anticipated that pricing is going to shift. If it's happening at some odd time of year, 
and you've decided that this is something that you need and you've already sent correspondence that says that this is what my pricing is for the year and now it's August and you've decided that that shift is coming now and not at the end of the year, I think that it's incumbent upon the vendor making the shift, the photographer, the whomever, to make clear to people that they've gone out of their way to share certain pricing with let them know that that doesn't apply. Even though at the beginning of 2021, I sent you my 2021 pricing, mm -hmm. it's still 2021 and that's changing. Well, I think that that's in, they have to do the legwork there. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would maybe push back a little more in that situation than I would if I was like using 2021 pricing for a 2022 wedding, mm -hmm. then I would say, okay, maybe I should have followed up. Maybe I should have confirmed that 2021's pricing is still reflective yeah, yeah. of 2022. I think within the same year, it's okay to kind of see if there's some wiggle room right, to, to honor or grandfather in what was maybe, you know, yeah. set as an expectation, but it's past that. Yeah. It, I guess, that, yeah, the onus is on planners to like, Hey, this is their, just a caveat, even a simple caveat of, Hey, this, I, you know, for me looking on my drive, when did I last save this? Like if, mm -hmm. if it doesn't say 2021 or right. 20, yeah, 2023 now, I guess, you know, I think that goes to, to say like, I'm just as guilty as a planner. Like, mm -hmm. I think that I haven't sent out updates. I remember when I, it was the first Christmas, I was like one year in and I gave everybody brochures. It didn't have my pricing on it. Cause right. I want to talk to everybody. Sure. But my pricing has definitely changed and I am trying to do different things now than say I was in 2021, but I still do have, I do get the occasional inquiry where it's like, I feel as though this venue may not understand where I'm now at. Right. And that's on me because I haven't communicated anything different. Mm-hmm you think like your Instagram says that, well, no, mm -hmm. you cannot leave it up to chance. You cannot leave it up to the yeah. gauge of the potential client. A lot of we've seen, and like a huge reason for this podcast even existing is that we've seen that people very much undervalue and un, like, as far as like, guess how much this wedding cost? They, people are not understanding those wedding dollars. No, they're, they're not understanding money. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a different world. It's a yeah, different. It's totally different. World. And it's so important to understand too the reason why this is important, not just because as a client, again, what we're trying to say here is that planners are typically creating your budget and giving you a realistic expectation of your budget before we have truly gotten into the nitty-gritty of reaching out to vendors mm -hmm. on an individual basis. We're trying to give you the best idea we can of what we think your taste costs. Guardrails. And I prefer to do it that way. Start from the bottom right. and build up rather than here's my hard ceiling number and then trying to allocate numbers to that that fit within that parameter. Mm -hmm. But then knowing that whatever numbers I'm allocating are still not going to be accurate. Like I can take a $60,000 budget, allocate, let's just say 10 for floral, but based on what they want. And more than likely, if they're coming to me, that's probably not actually going to be what the end, the end bill is depending on the guest count. So I prefer to work from the ground up and say, 
show me what you want and I will show you how much it costs. Right. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I can set the expectations earlier, better. Expectations and value. It's all about yes. understanding. Sometimes people don't know what what they like costs mm-hmm. and they realize that they really like it and they really want it. Mm-hmm. And therefore they just want to know how much what they like costs. Asking them not having ever planned a wedding, I think is a disservice to say, well, what do you want to spend? But you're butting that up with what they like and what their vision is and what their taste is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really important to say, hey, I need to know first and foremost, the most important thing here is what your vision is. And I can tell you how much your vision costs and you can understand where you are willing to go from that point. You know that if you are very strict on your vision, if you are like unwilling and you're unwavering on your vision, you know how much your vision costs. Mm-hmm. However, when people say, well, here's how much I have to spend and this is my budget, I think it somehow subconsciously gives people the idea that whatever they want, as long as they put their foot down on a certain number, that they can get what they want for that number. Just doesn't quite work that it, way. It and that goes back to flexibility. Before. Not anymore. Which people we've mentioned smart. every episode. We all, people got smart and they got tired during mm-hmm. COVID. Of, I mean, I've just had so many thoughts for all these different episodes by we've been talking. But, <laughs> you know, it's just like. Added to the pod. Like, it It truly is. It's like, number one, you should trust your planner. If you are coming to your planner and giving them a number that is not truthful. Whether that is higher or lower, you are doing both of us a disservice. Yes. You should not have hired someone you didn't trust. Like, ah. I could run, y'all. We're about to have church up in here. I've had to deal Ooh. with this a few times recently, not on any like big, large scale by any means, but I've seen it, just mm-hmm. a peek of it. And I, I don't even, and these aren't even clients that are full service getting charged percentage. And it's just, I care so much about what I do. And trust you this, I could not afford my dream wedding today. So by no means am I going to gouge you or tell you something that is not worth the dollars. I My goal is to put it where it makes a difference. Not necessarily for my photos or for whatever, but like, honestly, What's most important for my business is not that your photos are perfect and like the walls are bleeding flowers. No, what's important to me is that your guests were like, holy shit, that was a fun wedding. It was so smooth. It made like that went well. Mm -hmm. I felt comfortable. I didn't have to wait in line. The food was good. Whatever. It's atmosphere happens. And when I tell you my own sister is guilty of being like, you just want photos. That ain't it. Like uh-huh. it's and it if that is so it, whoever is pushing you in a direction for some photos, run. Like people aren't leaving reviews because they are. People but, aren't leaving reviews on photos. They're leaving reviews if they attended. You had to be there to leave a review. Yeah, they're not reviewing how pretty your pictures were. They're reviewing they are, how hot the food was, just and how timely yeah. the event ran. Mm-hmm. And if you were able to problem solve, yep, yes. all the things, because so many things will happen on the wedding day. The goal is that you just don't know what they are. But I do understand how it's like, it is very hard, especially in a consultation to get, you're a complete stranger coming in and talking about finances 
for a very emotionally charged event in people's lives. Right. As a stranger, it's very hard to show people within an hour that you are someone with integrity and Mm -hmm. that that is, you know, your core value and that's what, how you run your business. So that is definitely something that we as vendors, I'm sure not just planners struggle with because there are those out there that are, it's a business. It's a money grab. It's a money grab. And when you meet them, you'll know. That's my thing. I kind of feel like don't, there's a, it's okay to be cautious and cautiously optimistic, but I think that so many clients are so guarded mm-hmm. and they have equipped themselves and shielded themselves with so much information from Google or social Google. or what have you that they are prepared. They are like expecting you to bamboozle them mm-hmm. and they won't allow themselves to be taken care of. They won't allow themselves to hear you when you are a vendor with integrity or a, ven- a vendor with like genuine love for your craft. Or a planner with experience. Right. Like let go. Right. Let go <laughs> and let the professionals handle it. Like yes. this nine to five. My husband, for instance, literally brings in new software to a giant company that if I said the name, you all would all know, we've all attended, we've all had a lot of fun there. And he is implementing this across the nation or helping. I mean, he's great. He's not that great. Helping implement this across the country. Love you, Ben. Um, And I would have no idea where to start. And I wouldn't even think of where to start with putting together a big project management of that scope, like plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely, my mother being a nurse of 40 years, we're not walking into a patient's room and be like, well, this is what we need to do. <laughs> like, right. Know your limitations. Are a beast. These They are not your mom and dad's church rec center with mints and punch. It's just. Just not. And that's not because not. of the wedding. I am going to say, I'm going to say it. Say it. I'm going to say it. Y'all, it's your expectations, not ours. I think that sometimes people put the cart before the horse in that. And they say, well, the wedding industry made it so that I have to, no, 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 no. There's still a courthouse wedding. There's still still a justice of a piece. There's still mince and punch. You're coming to me because you want this. You want want this wedding. You absolutely do. You saw it. And because on social media and everything on social media makes you feel like it's attainable for me in my life. Mm -hmm. You want this and you think, well, I'm seeing it left and right. It's got to be attainable. We've mentioned this in a previous episode. If it's not attainable, that's okay. It doesn't have to be attainable. It doesn't have to be that. And if it is, that's great. But it's just about not, not, um, you know, expecting that every person, every, you know, Peter, Paul and Mary is entitled to the level of event that tends to be what has come across as the standard, even if it might not be the standard. Mm-hmm. And the standard has changed over the past. Somebody sent me a picture of a wedding from 2016 today. And I was like, oh, what? It sure was. <laughs> it was definitely 2016. Nowadays, like, it's just, it's crazy how much they have changed for what people like. But also, in addition to that, the dollar sign tied to that wedding in 2016 is not going to get you the same thing that you would get today. No. Because inflation. Right. Because eggs. Let me tell you this. Because eggs. (laughs) Title of the episode. Because Because eggs. eggs. Mm -hmm. 
when I tell you that I paid less than 50% of my florist's minimum today mm -hmm. for my wedding in 2015, I am not exaggerating. Yeah. That and is why we don't Google or as we <laughs> don't, we had a, we had a, a, a brain explosion the other day. You know how, when you're having a very minor symptom, you're having a headache, you're having, you know, some your weird pain, are, your, your left hand is numb you off and you go on online yeah. and you look that up and yeah. you WebMD it and WebMD tells you you're dying. You're having a heart attack. Go to the emergency room immediately. Yes. WebMD. Yeah. You know what? For this, we're going to call it WebMD. It's WebMD. Y'all don't it's wed MD MD. your wedding. Don't do that. <laughs> don't get on Google and ask fact, Google, Google what's right. Google does not know. You know who doesn't know? TikTok. TikTok, TikTok does, does not knows know. nothing. Don't believe any of these bitches. They're <laughs> out of their minds. I can't even. I know. The amount of TikToks I send you guys out of horror. Out of spite. Spite? Yeah. We, this is it. We are doing another episode on wedding TikTok. Okay. You're on, on it on it if you'll have me. Yes. Because we I will have you. Yes. We're ready for all the thoughts. Wed I MD. I TikToks with my thoughts. <laughs> Cannot wait. She's got an arsenal. <laughs> Cannot wait. No, you will wed and do your wedding. And Google will tell you that your wedding should cost $35,000. Guys, mm -mm. you cannot have a wedding in the Dallas Metroplex. When I say Dallas Metroplex, I do not mean the Barnes. Mm -hmm. That's the Barnes. Please know that. Please know the Barnes. Not that there's anything wrong with a barn. But if you have got to drive more than five minutes down a back road, I am not speaking to this venue. If the stars at night are, are big, big and bright, bright, you can have a wedding for 35 grand. If there is not enough light if you cannot to drown the out the night sky, <laughs> we are not speaking to this venue. If there is livestock, you know, if the, a, if the street that your venue is on starts with FM or CR, or CR <laughs> and it is a bunch of numbers afterwards. I have Stop to say- <laughs> It's been a minute. Mm -hmm. It's been a minute and I've come a long way. That if there is a moment, if someone asked me, when are you going to start owning it? And I was like, well, when I'm here and I had this, you know, named a couple of names when I'm here, when I'm there until then, you know, whatever. But as we're talking, I've made an effort. I know where I want my brand to be. I know what I'm capable of. I know I'm fucking good. Mm-hmm. I'll say it. Yes. Period. Like, yes, I'm really fucking good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And on top of that, I love it. And that mm. makes all the difference. And it's just something that you just have to see to believe. I know that sounds so cheesy. Mm -hmm. um, we I, definitely I'm get thinking it. At that I said that, <laughs> but like, I, my goal is to, I know where I want to be. And I've been in those places. I can't tell you the last time I drove outside of the loop for a wedding emily chapel yes yeah but <laughs> in allen yeah to bring it back but um, yeah i mean that's a win yeah so let's take it right? i love that for you because you are so cheers i'll cheers to that um yeah so just in general understand that a 
specifically if you are hiring professionals to guide you and lead you on this journey, please do not circle back with those professionals that you have hired, presumably because you trust them and you enjoy their work and you enjoy the quality of what you anticipate your wedding to be based on what you've learned about that professional. Do not approach that professional with your Google search results. Why have you hired a professional who is there to lead you thoroughly and skillfully through this process if you Googled that your wedding was supposed Mm -hmm. to be X price? Mm -hmm. Just like anything else, and what I think people forget, just like literally anything else, when you're searching for home furniture, when you're looking for a new hairdresser, when you are looking for a place to take your mom for her birthday, everything is subjective. It doesn't mean that everything for every wedding will always cost this number. Some people have very different expectations for what their wedding should look like and be like and feel like than what you may be anticipating. This also has to do with the types of weddings you're attending. So many people think it wasn't a wedding without a band. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a wedding if it wasn't plated. Well, how could you have a wedding without, you know, I mean... There's just certain things that people think, well, this is the thing. Uh, These are the things that make a wedding. And if your idea of a wedding is, well, we all got together and everybody wore their nice jeans, (laughs) then your budget is going to look a lot different than somebody who thought, Mm -hmm. well, the thing that makes this a wedding and not just an, an average party is that we had a surprise celebrity guest come out and Mm -hmm. do the entertainment. That's a different budget. And I think it's okay to say those are different, not better or worse. They're different, but it's kind of foolish to look at one number and say every wedding on the face of the planet, everyone's taste on the face of the planet is the equivalent of this number that Google like, spat yeah, out to me. We all took seventh grade maths. Math. Right. Math. Are you British? <laughs> maths. We all took seventh grade math. We know how to find an average. You need to be like, yeah, an Bank. average Correct. is correct and, and the low, low. Yeah. and we're being right. in the middle and listen you if you're wanting a wedding at the crescent with a, a beautiful hotel TV, in dallas late night <laughs> oh my god one of my favorites um <laughs> you know i there's things that come with that you know like oh, it's right. you're you can keep it super simple and very very clean very they understated in-house living gorgeous yes and, and sometimes you just want a little something different sometimes you just want to our last episode was about adding personality to your wedding even if things are pretty doesn't always make them personal mm-hmm. sometimes something is good enough on its own it's like okay it's all right to look at you but like make it, it yours mm-hmm. yeah. make it absolutely sing to your love story and linen is a great way to do that can i please say yes. you can absolutely say because you're See, like if you're not wanting to spend all the money on flowers they're gonna get thrown in the trash whatever it may be i hear fine fine upgrade the linen upgrade the linen. you heard upgrade it here we did not prompt this <laughs> do the thing like a pattern linen is a game changer. It carries it so far. So far. It add, texture adds so much to any wedding. Pattern, color. Absolutely. Gives us some life. Yeah. Yes. We just would love the, the actual real life application of all of this is that vendors, if and when your pricing changes, do not hesitate to make, to shout it from the rooftops. 
so many of the vendors that we love yes. don't be ashamed if you wrote we your support price. you don't be ashamed Increase. if you raise your price right i'm in the same boat i or like even before we were doing this i realized when i was saying like mar, mar, mar. hey didn't tell me they raise their prices guilty as charged like i a hypocrite to the nights who have i let know that i've raised my prices right. not a soul right we can literally all not learn. a soul we can all learn. I haven't told a single person that full service outside of like my website, which I don't go and look at my vendors, like if they have it, you know, on their websites, I, I don't go and look up their updates or whatnot. I think that, you know, I haven't told anyone, Hey, I'm on percentage pricing for full service now. Also, I'm only doing full service. So please like I'm, we're not open for month of unless they're willing you know, we're open to booking with our associate planner, Taylor, who's amazing. We love you, Taylor. Shout out, Taylor. Um, <laughs> like, so awesome. But. Right, that's just where you're want, at. If you want the good, good. Full <laughs> service. Full service. Like, yes. And then that's only so that I can give everyone the attention that they need. Yes. That the level of service that I now provide, I can't do anything less. Absolutely. But I also cannot run that business. But, you know. The point is, I haven't shared that with our community, our right. industry. You'll sit there being very qualified and very like, you absolutely deserve and absolutely are qualified to make that and sort of like, change. Yeah. And then you get an inquiry from a venue and they want month up and you're like, what the hell? Right. And then you're like, wait a minute. I didn't share that. This is, we are, look, this is a referendum on everyone. <laughs> everyone. We all need to be all more transparent and all need to be more communicative because it's only going to help us all defend our own cause and and keep our industry having integrity. Well, mm-hmm. And then we can also make more qualified referrals. Like I get right. inquiries all the time for projects that just aren't the best fit for me, be it for style reasons, budget reasons. I don't know. Maybe I'm obnoxious and people don't like my personality. That's fine too. That's so not true. <laughs> but- it's so not true. She always says one thing per episode that I'm like, stop self-deprecating. It's not self-deprecating. Like I, I, it's the, I am not ashamed if I'm a What are you gonna start owning it? That's what I'm saying though. It's like I don't mind being the kind of loud, comfy. I'm obnoxious. I'm obnoxious. Take it or leave it. <laughs> not the polished, like super. No, what is the word? polished is really the best polished one. is great yeah that's a good word you're not pious or like you get, everything I <laughs> you get in here into this conference room and i'm like fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> i mean that's what you get and if that's not your thing exactly then, if you being if a like, person isn't your thing yeah right <laughs> do you want a robot or do you want me you want me anyway all that to it's say it's gonna be a lot more fun if i'm not a robot i promise you that right we're all going to get the things a lot better. It's going to be more unique to you. Like you were saying, if we yes. are let the walls down and get to know each other. Stuff, yes. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to help each other, the competition over community, community. over competition. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the competition over community mentality is not my vibe, but gotcha. yes, com- gotcha. I prefer the community over competition. So then whenever these things happen, we can make those qualified recommendations. I don't care if you don't want to move forward with me. Right. If that's the case, I mean, sometimes I care, but like, (laughs) but I do want to make sure that you're matched up with the person that is the right fit with you. And then if I can make those recommendations, then 
at least you're still having a good wedding planning experience. You right. Know? And I know we want to wrap up, but I want to make one point on that. Is when I, before I was a business owner working for another wedding planning company, I heard a lot from a wonderful planner, Miss Wendy Kidd, always <laughs> used to say, there's plenty of business to go around. Yes. I never believed her. Oh my God, there so is. Until I own my own business. Mm-hmm. And she was not wrong. She was not wrong. And like, Dallas is a metroplex. To bring it back again. Look at us just both. <laughs> she was, she truly, and I, I I mean that. Like she was so right. There's plenty of business to go around. There is. And the value that I had working for the wonderful women at Wedding Spice Stardust to not like toot their horn over and over, toot toot. We'll get it there. Um, to be able to turn around and have other planners in the room, which is why we office together, Rachel, and just say, how would you handle this? Have you worked with this person? Do you have updated pricing? <laughs> you know, is that value is unmatched you can't beat it and it's so important the community is so important so i love that you guys are doing this i think it's great and keep it up we sure will we absolutely will we want to just make sure that there's a transparency in among all groups when it comes to wedding planning that is the point of this podcast vendors transparency clients transparency everybody playing this weird it's almost like dating where like nobody wants to like show their cards and like you know I I don't want to you know I don't want to stick clients we love weddings you have to to do this listen this ain't easy this is not j-lo you are (laughs) dead and as pencil skirt and heels at a wedding absolutely no no absolutely no no I am in flats and something I can bend over in because I'm telling you what, it's hard and you have to love it. It takes a special soul. And if you don't love it, you're going to fail. And it makes me sad that people have forgotten that it's not just about numbers for us. This whole time we've done it because we've loved it. We literally are doing this because we love it. Right. Because we ain't making money. We really do appreciate, and like speaking of legacy clients, the reason why we get legacy clients is because of the bond and the relationship that we build with a family. Yes, it's literally the best feeling. Like this is the, to a lot of people, like this may not be, you don't have to agree with this, but a lot of people, this is the most special, fantastic, especially y'all, it's so special post-COVID. This is the Mm -hmm. first time so many people are seeing members of their family that it all in one room and all in one space that they have not been able to have an excuse to get everybody together in this manner. Mm-hmm. This is such an important and special occasion it's that time. we like, have yeah. no room for error. We have no room for us not caring and not being invested in it. We want it to be fantastic. Yeah. We we want it to be absolutely exactly what you want and then some. So please understand that when things shift when things change you know if your sister got married pre-covid and you're getting married post-covid immediately immediately no yeah it's, not, it's just it's not different totally. it's just but not gonna also, cost the same it's just not but even but even y'all i have two sisters getting married one in may one in october wow 
did not know that. I sure do. And they are the most lovely people. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> they're fantastic. And they're Sooners. Boomer. So I think it's important um, that it can change in less time than that. Um, mm-hmm. Hair and makeup for them. Literally the hair and makeup within, when we went to go book her hair and makeup in December of 2022, the hair and makeup artist that the sister had booked back over the summer had increased their minimums, mm-hmm. increased their, you know, travel charges, all the things. And it was a totally different scope. Yes. And she ended up going with a different makeup artist mm-hmm. for that reason. And I mean, because it was almost double what I had budgeted for her, but mm-hmm. it goes to show as planners, I think it's like, maybe we just have to ask an asterisk. I don't know. I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I think the cushion is a big deal. As far as vendors go, if you're a planner listening in, consider the cushion. I think it's just really important. Can we put that on a pillow? Consider the cushion. Whenever you're making a recommendation, if you are referring to very concrete written information, cushion it. Cushion it. Title of the episode. Consider the cushion. Because. Because. I love it. I think I'm actually going to do it. Write it down. All in all, vendors. Make sure your planners are kept up to date on any pricing changes whenever possible. If you have made a list of people to reach out to and people you want to be connected with and you've sent them pricing correspondence, continue to do that every time your pricing changes. Yep. Clients understand that if you are working with the same planner or the same set of vendors from a event that your family has hosted or booked with those same vendors, Prior to the event that you're planning, understand that just as in any other industry, that pricing could shift. That pricing has probably gone up because eggs. Because eggs. And also, I think the other caveat to just mention, hopefully it goes without saying, but as we know many a time, we do need to go ahead and say it. (laughs) Yeah. If you reach out to a vendor who did your siblings, wedding, cousin, whoever it is, and their pricing has changed, that is not an automatic grandfathering factor. Don't assume Fair. that that vendor will honor the same pricing for you because they their expenses may have changed. Their I experience guess, has literally changed. Their experience has changed. If time has passed, they have more experience. <laughs> and you know what? I think to say that to vendors, sure. Or to, to clients or potential brides and couples, that makes sense. But you know what? I think we need to say that to ourselves too. Because guilty is charged. Like I feel an obligation, like, especially when it is siblings or a legacy client or a referral from a friend, whatever it may be, like a bridesmaid that was in a past wedding. I'm one of the, my personality is such that I'm like, oh well, okay. Like, but no, like know your worth. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking yes. to myself. Yes. Yes. Know your worth. Yes. yes. And feel confident that you're worth it and that your time and know what you're, you know, how much time you're putting in, the value you bring and what makes you different mm-hmm. and and kind of stick to it and know yeah. that everyone else is. Yes. You're getting a better version of me. Like even, I'm not saying the past version of me was bad. I'm saying you're getting a better, if, if that was good or if that was great, this is excellent. Yeah. You thought that was good. Right. Just wait. watch me work. Right. Yes. Every single wedding, <laughs> I have a takeaway. Something happens at every single wedding where I'm like, all right, bet. 
Next I, one, I got this. <laughs> yes. But that's what I love about this job. And what I love about watching Taylor on my team grow, it's like mm-hmm. she to watch her take something away from each wedding and know like, and she'll sometimes beat herself up like, oh, I shouldn't. But I'm like, no, please know, like I learned something from your wedding this weekend too. Yeah. I learned something from, because there's no exact, every single wedding is unbelievably different. It's a snowflake. It truly is. Unique in every single way. And we are learning something about that venue, about that vendor, about whatever. Each right. time. Even today, I got an email from a band with a new update that a horn exit equals 15 minutes of playing time. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> you know what? No they, idea. You said it. They're getting smart. These things that smart. everybody is valuing themselves and valuing their time. This is a, a moment. 2020 through now has been a value of self like moment. Yes. From an from a personal level, from a business level. Everyone is like, life is small and short. Life is you is not promised. So everybody is valuing their time and their their energy in a it's just in a different way. Yeah. And, and I think it's good. I, I love it. It's good. Cause you know what? This wedding industry, and this might be a good precursor for another time, but we are all local folks, small business people, right? Sure, there might be the big old, the big, the big folks in town or whatever you want to say, but like my husband helps me break down sometime and he built the white bar and he did the things like <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> He's the one sitting on like it's a thing. Thing. yeah it's and it, it and it's not just me it's all of us like this is all we are this is our livelihood and yes. we do it because we love it that's Again. what livelihood means it's not just money it's about community and it's yeah and it, you're not dealing with the walmart of of wedding industry people right no. these are folks that spend hours and hours not just running their business but making sure it's the business they want it to be and they and that it's what you want it to be and that it's your day like the pressure that we deal with like I think it's important to keep that in mind like we are we're carrying the weight of your dreams on our shoulders people (laughs) and that's no it's so true it's it's a lot and we don't show that all the time no it's our job to not nod and smile right and and for those some people it comes very easily and I think that you have to have that to be in this industry and make it yes um so just I think that's just an important thing to to keep in mind yes maybe we'll expand on another time we We absolutely will expand on you will be back this has been such a good episode oh my gosh oh having a hot flash before we get into our um segment for this week I want to I, we always want to offer a solution to everything that we're talking about. We don't want to make it seem just like gloom and doom. You're doomed. You're, you're like, you know, oh my gosh, like these girls are telling us or girls and guys, whoever we have on whatever week, these girls and guys are telling us like, oh my gosh, everything is so stressful and everything is so troublesome. No, we want to offer a solution. So what I would say to, to the topic that we have had at hand has been have a budget budget range consider having a budget range a lot of times the clients that come into our graces are very they have a number that they have calculated the exact amount that they can spend 
and it is like the like a penny more won't do. I think that sometimes, just like we've said as planners, we want to consider the cushion. Clients maybe also consider the cushion. Please, please consider the cushion. As a matter please of fact, um, consider the cushion. We very much want you to have the day that you want. We want to give you your vision, and we want to do that within a reasonable range of pricing. So allow us the opportunity to do that by understanding that a budget is fluctuating and a budget is not necessarily set in stone. Um, of course, keeping in mind th things like obvious things like taxes and gratuities and things like that, those are reasons to have a budget range. But additionally, understanding that because the economy is volatile, because the economy is perhaps not um, you know, as stagnant as maybe it was for events that you may have been accustomed to seeing and attending, just keep in mind that you may need to have kind of like a reserve of funds in case things that you want are um, beyond the parameters of what you initially had set aside. And know that also on some of the higher ends of these things where we make suggestions too, it might be because we're trying to blow your mind. Girl, I told you on that first episode, if you let your plan, your designer, if your planner is a designer or if you've hired a, a, an event designer, if you let them run and you let them work, we'll go off. I promise you, I will set it off. Set it off. I promise you that. She's not lying when I tell you this one's super talented. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, there, that wrapped it. It's wrapped beautiful. it up. Oh my God. Okay. Our segment. We had a question. We had a few questions actually. We did have a few questions. Thank you for submitting. Yes. Thank you for submitting your questions. We did post uh, or call for some questions on Instagram. Obviously, please go ahead and submit any further ones that you guys have to our website. But the question we had this time was in regards to tips on hosting a tented wedding. Ooh, tent. Oh, I have a y'all. I love a tent. I have a. Oh, I love a tented wedding. I love a tented wedding. Do you I love just it? Want to hear the thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> Rachel and I love tented weddings. <laughs> I've had um, I've obviously have had tented weddings. They so far, so far go so good. <laughs> mm. They're gonna go better now. Wear the tent is drop down has a lot to do with the success of your tented wedding. True. Is do it, not expect a, a tent to protect you from the things if you're on a um, sunken area. Okay. If it rains and you're in on a There's sunken tip garden, one. if the natural landscape is higher than the floor of your tent. It's called the sunken garden. And it monsoons. That tent is doing nothing. Correct. It's gonna flood. From 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 head down, you're good. From toes up, you're not. Your tables are sinking. Your chairs are sinking. Right. Your desks are sinking, and you probably should have taken the advice of not only your planner, <laughs> but the people at the venue and the things of getting turf or, and all the you subfloor. Know. Correct. Because there are ways to mitigate that. There there definitely are, and I think. Our advice can only go so far. Our job is to, I think our job as planners is to be respectful of your budget, but all, and, and be respectful of your wishes and of your hopes and dreams, but also to say, okay, but mm -hmm. 
to an extent. Like right. it is, I, I have to heed warning. Yes. And that's all we can do. If you, if you don't take the advice and don't buy it, fine. You don't, but like, I have to do my due diligence in giving you all the information. Yes. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And in this one day, it did not. Mm. I was so bad being the bearer of, mm-hmm. okay, yes, but, you know, always I being the one that but... brings up the the shit, the part yeah. that's not glamorous. The but that's the that part that they hired you for. You hired me to give you the bad news. I went, because yeah. I don't want you on the day of to come back and say, oh, I wish I knew that. No, I told you. And I told you what, what it was going to mean. Yeah. As experience as a planner, that is part of what I've learned in my experiences. I'm not going to, I don't, I no longer sugarcoat it. Right. Because right. I got my ass handed to me mm-hmm. when, right. when the sunken garden flooded. It <laughs> does not. Despite no. the $16,000 tent, mm-hmm. Correct. you know, like, did I tell them? Yes. Did they didn't buy it? Sure. But could I push harder? Probably. Yeah. You know, like today, would I push harder? Yes. Yes. Because now I have, but now I have. I, I'm a big proponent of you can't make people. I learned this in my retail days, like before this wedding planning, this wedding designing thing was like a running functioning machine. In my retail days, I learned you can't make people spend money they don't want to spend, mm-hmm. even if they have it. So I try to take that with a grain of salt for myself and not just give up on if somebody says, no, I don't want to spend that money. But if it's important and it's vital and crucial to the success and the comfort of their event, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. And I think that goes back to Kelsey. That's so important that I think that goes back to you being honest with your planner. Yes. Yes. Is it that like, this is my max. This is it. I am tapped out. Like the credit limit is reached. And, And I know that's personal. I get it. I know that can feel icky and weird, but like, if that's where you're at, we need to know, we need to know, mm-hmm. or is it that like, is it, I don't trust you. And I'm going to tell you a number that's a little lower, or is it like, we can do more, but I want to see if we can do it here. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I'll understand. And things specifically pertaining to tents, unless you are planning in your vision for a tented wedding. A lot of times I know in Dallas, most people are hoping not to have to have a tent and then they have left room in the budget to where in the last final months of their planning if a tent is needed we have Mm -hmm. now shifted gears to a tented wedding Mm -hmm. there are some people of course in other regions that dream of a tented wedding and that that's the plan from jump so Mm -hmm. certain accommodations are made from the beginning Mm -hmm. to make sure that a tent is accommodated for in this case we're speaking about tents used for probably weather purposes but well, it's that's important. The most common. That's the most common here in, in Dallas. Area, People yeah. want open air, beautiful garden weddings. And a lot of times a tent is your rain plan. So the commentary that we're giving right now is pertaining to a rain plan. Mm-hmm. Tents, in my opinion, whether they're decided upon, if you decide on a tent at the end of your wedding planning process, you need to treat it like you decided on it at the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Don't half-ass it. That's no. where the mistake was made. Because- yeah. People will think, oh, I'll just pop up a tent over it. No. Correct. The tent changes the entire atmosphere. Think of your tent as a separate building. You have to dress it up. Your tent is a event function space. You are like building a venue. Your tent is now your venue. If mm-hmm. your if your event is not under a tent, consider that tent your venue. Mm-hmm. And you need to make sure all the accommodations and allocations that need to be made for a physical building are made for a tent. It's not a soccer game. 
Mm-hmm. It's not a Mardi Gras parade. And these you know, are it more, is a it needs to stand up and hold it's up. A structure. Yes. It's not the tailgate tent that I think that's the mm-hmm. other thing is people think, oh no, I can't have a tent wedding because they think of a tailgate tent. Right. It's not that. No, this thing requires permits. That's this thing it, requires yep. lighting. This thing requires yeah, exit signs and points of egress. How like right. the city is at your house, or if it's at your anywhere, right. example, like a backyard. I've done a few residential weddings with the tents. Right. Then, yeah, I mean, we've got to get the city out there. There's there's proper the things that go into this. Like the they power. they consider it a building. You know what? Too there is a difference between a venue that has a tent out consistently that's much more like turnkey versus doing it either in an open field or. At a home, at a private residence, at a private right. residence, because at a venue, when they know the process and the system and the rules, the way to actually like tack the tent down is pretty simple and straightforward because mm-hmm. it happens every other weekend. But like, if you're having it at a home, you need to make sure you know where your water lines are so that they're not staking the tent into your water line, mm-hmm. or you have to be okay with water barrels, or as one of my clients yeah. called them, the rodeo barrels. Oh. <laughs> Every time we talked about them, she was like, I will not have the rodeo barrels. And oh. I was like, you know what? I'm glad for that. We yes. don't do that. There are alternatives to the rodeo barrels as far as like anchoring your tent. But as far as specific tips go, you need to have access to power. Yes. Access to power, meaning either your tent needs to be in proximity to the sufficient amount of power that your event requires. That the lighting in the tent requires. The lighting in the tent, the band or the DJ, in the, any entertainment in the tent. You need to be able to see yes. outside once you get into this tent. Power is huge. Yes. You also need to have the proper permits and understand the time of year that your tent is being pitched. Because if you're in the summer, yes, you're going to need cooling if you're in certain parts of the country. Mm-hmm. If you're in the winter, you're going to need heat. And there are certain parameters that need to be followed if you're planning to pump any weather condition or provide any weather condition for comfort of your guests into your tent. Also, if you are having a tent from the months of May... Through September. If you're in Texas, sometimes February. <laughs> do not get a clear tent. Correct. Because it will cause a greenhouse effect. You your will cake, swelter. You will swelter. You will sweat. Your cake will sweat. Your flowers will wilt. It has the same effect as when you put a magnifying glass for a sunbeam <laughs> on an ant. That is how your guests will feel like ants in your clear top tent if you're in a situation where you're in a warmer weather state. Yes. that's These are all things to keep in mind. On top of that, sometimes your tent, because it's like you're building a building, foundation, all those things need to be considered. Yes. So if you're building a tent on a non-stable or non-flat surface, if there's an incline, if there's steepness, if there's rockiness, you need to consider either tailoring the tent to accommodate those things or providing a level flooring as in bringing in level flooring to make sure that your tent is on even footing or else you'll have a wobbly tilted tent or flooding as Corinne said or a flooded tent <laughs> if you have a garden so there's there's much to think about my main if your vision from the jump is a tented wedding I'm just going to say it hire a planner please I require full service planning with all tents. Period. Even if you're at a wonderful venue who does them all the time, like Arlington Hall. Yes. There's just things. You need to hire an experienced planner if you are going to have the 
majority, and I mean 51% of your event is going to be in a tent, it's time for a full service planner. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are some logistics there that you just would not even believe, depending on your state or your city and how um, intense the fire marshal is in your state or city. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do not go it alone. <laughs> Don't go it along with the fire. Don't go toe to toe with the fire marshal. So many venues and specifically tents get more specific because there's fabric and plastic and glass and plexi and all these things that come into play for a tent that don't necessarily come into play for a venue. If you're thinking of using real flame for any of your candles, if if certain elements of decor are important to you that could potentially pose a hazard to a tent. These are things that a planner can help you navigate. So you just really need to just take our advice and hire a full service planner. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, that's our episode. That's guys. our episode. Also listen to the toast if you're looking for like a premium content pop culture situation. Corinne is a huge toaster. She is a toaster. She's an OG for sure. toaster. Yes. Has met not the girls and everything. Brother, I will say that. Mm. I will admit, not an OG brother. I did not listen to the breath, but mm. That's okay. Claudia does have the shiniest hair I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm so happy. For Shout her. out Claudia. Shout, Shout out. out to Claudia. I saw her live in Houston. She's fabulous. She's so fab in, in person. A mindless moment to just detach from the world and like just listen to them. Listen to them and listen to us. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. Please submit your indictments as always on cordiallyindicted.com. You can submit to our funeral segment, our Q&A segment, our Dis the Bride segment, or our It's Taking segment. Yes. We are we are thinking up new things all the time though. So just keep us in mind. Keep on listening. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Corinne. I'm going to do it again. I loved it.